Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Motivational Moment in the Morning. My name is Portia Wilkins here in Houston, Texas. Thank you guys so much for joining us on today, which is Friday, June 17th, 2016. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I tell you, this year has flown by so quickly already. We're already halfway through, and it's looking amazing. 20, 2016 has been everything we expected it to be and so much more, and we just want to say thank you guys so much for joining us here every morning. Uh, we're here at 7 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. Thank you for inviting your friends, family, coworkers, and associates, everybody who gets connected. The feedback has been amazing. We just want to say thank you. We appreciate it. We ask that throughout the call, you continue to post your notes on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere. Use the hashtag, when dreams collide, when dreams collide, so we can see it and we can share it uh, and give more great news out there to every single person. Visit our website, www.whendreamscollide.com. That's whendreamscollide.com. Subscribe to the list. Become a VIP, a Vision Impact Partner. All the calls that we've done since we've launched August 5th, 2015 are actually archived on the homepage of our website. So if you missed one, you can go there, check it out, listen, and just get uh, fed over and over and over again. Also, while you're on the website, ladies, be sure to head on over to Straight Talk Woman Talk. Check it out. Get connected. Straight Talk Woman Talk is a kingdom principle-based platform that's grounded in authenticity and truth with no judgment. And we have women from all walks of life who who are discovering their purpose and walking out their God-given gifts and talents, who have overcome the worst that life has given them, that life has handed them, taking taking the worst of their situation and made it into their best situation. And so it feels incredible to be connected with women who have gone through those trenches, the, the hells in life, and have leveraged a relationship with Christ to come out of it, and now they're in a position to pour back into other women. And so you want to get connected. Uh, we meet every Monday at 8 o'clock p.m., Central Standard Time via phone. This same telephone number here, just a different pin, which is 845-165. So join us every Monday night at 8 o'clock p.m. And then connect with us at one of our upcoming live events. We'll have a Straight Talk Woman Talk in-part session July 24th in Atlanta, Georgia, and then August 13th in Houston, Texas. So straighttalkwomantalk.com is where you can get all the details on everything. All of our calls are archived there as well. So if you've missed a lesson, you can go back and you can listen to it as well on there. And then for those of you who are building a business in direct sales, MLM, network marketing, you want to get connected to builditforyourlastthing.com. Click on the events, and then you'll see the next event we have coming up June 25th right here in Houston, Texas, the Go Director Boot Camp. Absolutely incredible. You can get all the details and everything there. Get your tickets. Uh, it's almost sold out. You don't want to miss this event. While you're on the site, be sure to click on the gear. And get your gear. We got shirts. We have hats as well. My husband and I strongly believe that uh, an inheritance is what you leave for someone, but a legacy is what you leave in them. It's time to stop hustling for your first name and begin building something of significance for your last name. No matter the industry you're in, no matter what company you're in, whatever it is that you're doing, every single day, if you're putting your time, your effort, and your energy into it, make sure you're doing it to build for your last name and so we have so many people all over the world who got their shirts and hats who are supporting the vision and believing in what they're doing and what they're building for their family's last name so head on over there and get your 
care of the hat and the cap today, uh, the hat and the shirt today. Um, build it for your last name dot com. Just click on the gear. All right, so let's get this call started this morning. If you're driving, put in your earpiece. If you're stationary, get your pen and your paper. Remember, post your notes on social media. Tag us in and use the hashtag when drinks collide so we can see it. I want you to come up to the line and say good morning to our VIPs. Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, VIPs. Come on, y'all. Vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. Yes. Did you hear me this morning? I said, I'm excited about your future. That's why I want to talk to you from a thought this morning. You're almost there. You're almost there. I have discovered that it cost us nothing to dream, but it cost us everything not to. It costs you nothing to dream, but it costs you everything not to. You're almost there. This is a topic, a message, an impartation to those of us that have been sowing. Uh, you've been sowing the right words. You've been sowing the right deeds. You've been doing what is necessary. You've been going through and growing through, and you're wondering and checking and looking for the results of the seeds that you've sown. I want you to understand, number one, there's what you call seed season. Mm, that is seed season. Mm. The seed season is when you keep doing what you are to do. That means you get the impartation, you get the word, you heard exactly and precisely what you're supposed to do. You're following the plan, not your good plan, but God's plan, and you sow the seed. See, the seed season, words are seed. Uh, did you hear me? I said words are seed. You've got to watch what you say in this season. Watch what you say because sometimes you can do the right things and say the wrong things on it. You can be doing the right things yet saying the wrong things. Words are seed. So in the seed season, you've got to identify what your seed is. Number one is your words. Your words, your words, your tongue. Life and death is in the power of the tongue, and you've got to you've got to understand that faith will move mountains, but doubt will create them. Would you write that down somewhere? Faith will move mountains, but doubt will create them. And oftentimes, what we find ourselves doing is sowing seeds, and then using our words to uproot the seed, asking questions like, "When is it going to happen?" Asking questions, "Am I doing?" the right thing. Asking ourselves questions of when is it going to be my turn? You're asking yourself the questions, when am I going to get the new this? And when is it going to be my turn to get to that new level? And, and what you're simply doing, if you're taking the right actions, if you're doing and walking in the line and in the dimension that you're supposed to walk in, your walk can be disrupted by your talk. Your, your walk can get you disconnected by your talk. Your, your talk must get in alignment with your walk. You must speak those things that be not 
as though they were, because the key within the seed season is when a seed is planted. See, every seed needs soil. Did you hear me? Every seed needs soil. Every seed needs soil. You've got to check the soil that you sow the seed. Because if you sow the seed on hard ground, it will never go down through the process that it must go through in order to produce a harvest. So you check the soil. What is the soil? The soil is the place. Is the place that I'm planted, is it profitable? The place that I'm planted, is it possible? The place that I'm planted, is it personal? See, the key to the seed season is knowing the soil that you're sowing into because you are a seed. And oftentimes most people think that they, they, miss, they have a misnomer between being planted and being buried. See, you can be planted and have your words make you seem as though you're buried. But the process of a seed is it first must go down into the dirt. Um, if things haven't gotten dirty in your life, you ain't sown no seeds. If things are, if things are all squeaky clean and there's no tribulation, there's no trial, uh, you, you are not seed. As a matter of fact, you've got to be careful not to confuse an attack with labor. Oh, shucks. Most of us are complaining that we're going through labor and labeling the labor an attack. Baby, you are not going through an attack. You are having labor pains. You, you got to know that every time you pray for a new season, you want to birth a new experience, you want to have a new living, a new life, understand that this newness that you're going to have to eventually grow through, that bundle of joy that you're going to produce is going to cause you some pain. See, the seed must go through the dirt. And then after it goes down deep into the soil, into the dirt, into a place that is not necessarily comfortable or familiar with, the seed is then covered up. Oh, what about that labor pain? The seed is covered up. See, you are, you are being covered. Don't, don't ask God to reveal you to the world if you're not ready to be covered. See, all seeds must be, they must be dug into the dirt, and then they must be covered. You're almost there. In that covering phase, <laughs> in that dark phase, nobody knows you're there. No, no, but hey, did you hear me? Nobody knows you're there. You are hidden to the world. Nobody can see you. No, nobody even, as the young folks say, nobody's even checking for you because you're covered. You're such a tiny, small seed, and, and understand that the harvest never looks like the seed because the harvest is seen, the seed is unseen. Nobody's looking for your car at that point. Nobody's looking to come to your home at the seed season. No, nobody, nobody's looking for your advice in the seed season. No, nobody's calling on you to do nothing in the seed season. Nobody wants to put you on their platform in the seed season. Nobody's saying, hey, she's the one or he's the one in the seed season. Why? Because the harvest never looks like the seed. 
You can count the amount of seeds in an apple, but you can never count the amount of apples that come from one single seed. You're covered in the seed season. So first, you, you go through the dirt. Second, you're covered by the dirt. Mm. Did you catch that? First, you must go in the dirt. Then you become covered by the dirt. And then the process begins. See, you, you are not in a process of getting there until you're in a dirty situation. I mean, a situation that, that looks hopeless. A situation where, the, yeah, he walked out on you and, and you used to talk about this was the, the, the love of your life and you, you, you walked down the aisle and professed your love and affection and affirmation for him or, or for her or, or you started that business and you talked to people about what was going to happen and how rich you were going to be and you showed people the pictures of the car and the home and, and you talked about how you were going to be a bestseller and how you were going to build this large organization and, and everything falls apart. I've come to recognize, ladies and gentlemen, that when things seem as though they're falling apart, they're really falling into place. You're almost there. It's a dirty situation. And uh, then it begins to rain in your life. And you know what they say, when it rains, it pours. It begins to rain in your life because it rains on the just and the unjust. People oftentimes say, why is this happening to me? Well, why not you? Who would you suggest? Who would you recommend? It's, it's got to happen to you. Why? Because you are see. Don't, don't ask for the rain if you hadn't planted a seed. And then it begins to rain on you. It has to rain on the seed. And, and, and in that rain, that mud, it starts to get a lot more muddy. It starts to get a lot more moist and uncomfortable for the seed, but it's the rain that comes down on you that germinates and fertilizes what you sown. The lights get turned off. That ain't nothing but rain. <laughs> the car gets repoed. That ain't nothing but rain. Uh, the house is up for foreclosure. That ain't nothing but rain. You got to get checked into the hospital unexpectedly. That ain't nothing but rain. They start gossiping on your name. That ain't nothing but rain. Everybody else seems as though they're moving and progressing, and you seem as though you're stuck. That ain't nothing but rain. And, and when it rains on you, that seed begins to germinate and starts to come through that process some more. You're, you're almost there. And after a while, a little, little sibling starts to sprout out. That seed that was so small begins to pierce through the same dirt that it was buried and covered on. And, and before you know it, after a while, people that walked past you, people that stepped on the very foundation of where you were planted, people that didn't even know you existed, are going to pause for the cause. They're going to admire that seed that was once sown, they're going to sit up under the shade of the tree you've become. They're going to come pick off the fruit that you have bare because you dare to stay planted, knowing that even though you can't see me, even though you ain't checking for me, even though you don't know my name, 
You're almost there. You're almost there, ladies and gentlemen. Don't give up. You're closer than you think. That's the challenge with a lot of people. They they think that the the distance that they see in the natural is so far, they don't realize they're already there in the spirit. It happens in the spirit first. Whatever it is that we want, it happens in the spirit first, and then in time it manifests in the natural. So it's already done. Whatever you've asked for, whatever you've spoken, whatever you set your mind and your heart to, it's already done. It just has to catch up to what you to, to, to where you are so that it can be completed. It's already done. It just you just wait on it to be complete. And second Corinthians nine and six it tells us, But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, but he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. It doesn't say when you're going to reap. You will reap what you sow, but you may not reap it where or how you actually sowed it. You're going to reap what you sow, though, but you won't necessarily reap it where or how you sowed it. So let's say you've been sowing at this at your job for the last 10 years. You've been giving it your all and going in and going and doing the extra work and going the extra mile and, and all of that good stuff, and, and you still haven't gotten that promotion that you deserve. But then you decide to launch a different business outside of your job, and boom, it seems like you just had instant success. Like you've been doing it your entire life, and, man, things are just flowing for you. And people are like, wow, how are you so good? How does this happen so fast? See, they don't know that you've been sowing, but you've been sowing in a different place. Why? Because the, the, the time that you've invested, the energy that you've invested, all of it is transferable. So just because you're doing something new doesn't mean that that you you don't have anything to back it up. Everything that you've done in your past applies to whatever you do in your future. So you're going to reap what you sow, but you may not reap it where and how you sow it. That's why you see some people doing one thing and it doesn't work, and then somebody else comes around and does the exact same thing, and they have a great deal of success. And it's their first time ever doing something like that. It's not that they're any better. It's not that they're any greater, and it's not that you're bad. And it's not that anything is wrong with you. It's just based on what they sowed prior to, that's what their, their, their harvest is now. Everybody has a process of seed time and harvest. The scripture tells us that in Genesis 8 and 22. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest does as well. Cold and heat, winter and summer, day and night shall not cease. So there's always going to be light, and then there'll be a season of dark. There are always going to be cold, and then there'll be a season of heat. It's a process for everybody. Nobody can deny this, skip it, or overcome it. It doesn't matter how great you are, how smart you are, how many degrees you have, how big your bank account is. Everybody must respect the same principle. Principles are laws. They're not subject to emotion or condition. So it applies to every single person. There's no way for you to get around seed time and harvest, period. Even if you attempt to interrupt the process and you dig up the seed that you've sown, you're going to have to re-sow it. It's, it, is, it is inevitable. There's no way around it. So while you're working and you feel like nothing is happening, understand that everything is, as long as you're doing what you are supposed to be doing and you, you're doing it how you're supposed to be doing it, whatever it is that you're doing, then you just sit back and you let God work out everything else. Now, if you're not doing what you're supposed to do and you're not doing it how you're supposed to be doing it, then that's different. 
because you're, you're, you holding up your own flow and your own process. But there's a, if there's a specific way that things need to be done and you're following that way and you're being consistent with that, then just be patient. Don't, you're, not, you're, you're not lacking anything else other than patience. You know, and sometimes that's a lesson in itself. Many times God will, will use the, 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 those, uh, those delays in, in our favor just so we can be patient and grow closer to him. But any time you quit, give up, or give in, you, you, just, you have to start all over again. You just, man, you're, you're, you, it's like working out. You know, you're, you're going consistently. You've been going consistently for months, and then something happens, and you don't go for a day. And then a day turns into two days, and then it turns into a week. Now two weeks. Next thing you know, it's been three months since you've been to the to, to the gym or did any kind of physical activity, and you get ready to get back at it again, and you you are just as winded as you were when you first started out. You're like, man, I used to I used to get do these with no problem. Oh my goodness, why am I so winded so fast? And why why are my muscles at failure already? I've only done three reps. <laughs> And it's because you stopped. You were almost there. You were almost to that next level, that second peak, to get your second win and your second flow, and you just quit too soon. So you just got to be patient with the process. The scripture tells us in Ecclesiastes 11 and 6, in the morning sow your seed. This is our seed. Every morning we get up, we pray, and we sow this seed for everybody. We sow it in our lives. We sow it in everybody else's lives. This is seed that we're sowing. This call, this is seed. So in the morning, sow your seed. Find something to do in the morning so that you can have something in the ground to sustain you through the day. And in the evening, do not withhold your hand, for you do not know which will prosper, either this or that. Don't withhold your hand. Don't just sit on your hands. Get to work. You planted the seed. Now work the seed. Yeah. If you won't plant something, you gotta cultivate it. You, you you gotta look over it. You gotta watch it. You have to water it. You have to tend to it. You have to do what's required to make sure the environment is still conducive for it to grow. You can't just plant it and walk away. No, you got some work to do with it. So don't withhold your hand. Get to work. If you going if you're gonna speak a thing, words are a seed. Whatever you speak is a seed that just goes into, just imagine a hand going out to go and get whatever it is you just said and bring it right back to you with whatever word you say every single day. So so if you say, man, I got so far to go, well, guess what? <laughs> you just push the process back even more. The hand is like, oh, so far to go, so you want me to push the blessing back even more? Okay, let me go push you back some more so I can give you what you just said. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, it's a it's it's a tough thing, but once you get it down, it just makes the process that much smoother. It just makes the process smoother because 99% of what we do is mental. So if your thought process is right, everything else around what you're doing will work out right as well. I talk to women all the time who are single and want to be in relationships. They're like, man, I don't know why I'm single. I'm I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and I'm just single. I just It's just me, myself, and I, and I don't get to do anything with anybody, and I don't have a man, I'm not married, and I'm just listening to him like, yep, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's it. That's why. Because you sat here for the last 10 minutes and affirmed what you don't have. There was no life to what you said. You're defeated, deflated, and that's why it's not happening. So when a good one does show up, you so negative, 
you can't even have a positive conversation long enough for him to want to stick around. You were almost there. You were almost there. Whatever it is that you're doing, regardless of how tough it may seem in the moment, don't let it distract you from the miracle. It's going to be tough times, but it's the process you're going through. Like my husband said, it's labor pains. It's not an attack. <laughs> it's just labor pains. It just hurts right now because you got to keep pushing because you're almost there. We can see the, the, you're crowning. We can see the head coming. You just got to keep pushing. It's right there. And after, and that's not going to be the only part that's uncomfortable, that's going to hurt, that you got to push through. You got some shoulders to come out too. For those of you who've given birth, you know what the process is like. It's going to hurt. But the end of the thing is so beautiful. The scripture tells us the end of the thing is better than the beginning. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be amazing. You're almost there. No matter what it is, you just keep doing. You keep making the calls. Keep doing the prospecting. That's what you do. You keep talking to people. You keep getting out there. You keep waking up every morning and affirming yourself. You put on your nice clothes and you go make a new friend. Just have a conversation with people. Get that new client. Practice on your family. Whatever it is that you need to do to, to sharpen your acts and your skills and get yourself on point. So that you stay in the game, you stay in the flow, you stay active, not just busy, but active doing the work that's, that, that will produce results. Why? Because you're almost there. Proverbs 11, 24 and 25, the one who scatters, there is one who scatters yet increases more. And there is one who withholds more than what is right, but it leads to poverty. The generous soul will be made rich. And he who waters will also be watered himself. The one who scatters, the one who's out there sowing the seeds the most, whoever sows the most seeds is going to reap the most. That's what it says. The one who scatters increases more. And, and there's one who withholds more, who doesn't sow, who doesn't put in the work. And that leads to poverty. you got to choose. Are you going to sow or withhold? If you sow, you'll reap. If you withhold, you'll get to poverty. A generous soul will be made rich. And if you water other people, then you better believe somebody else is going to come and water you too. Why? Because you're almost there. Honey? Absolutely. You're almost there. Never become like the people who hurt you because hurting people hurt people. God bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dreams.